This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. In the next 19 seconds, you could sell your home. Okay, it's, I mean, it's not going to sell your home, I mean, this, but it, you're going to take a big step toward getting it sold. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com and find an agent selected by my team, a professional who shares your values and speaks the truth. Sell your home fast and for the most money. Get moving at realestateagentsitrust.com. So what, what has happened to America to get us to this point? Well, there's two things. Progressivism. America, as our founders saw it and enshrined it in our sacred documents in uh, 1791, those, that America, I think, began to be finished in 1880 um, with Woodrow Wilson, our new founders, Theodore Roosevelt, Woodrow Wilson, FDR, Lyndon Johnson, Barack Obama, they have changed America to a country that most of us who are my age don't know. And we have become an administrative uh, country that is not about freedom, is not about the individual, but more about the collective. This is something that has happened over time, but one of the main players that made this happen, that brought and cobbled all of these groups, these disenfranchised groups, and then spun them up, got them to be angry. For instance, right now, Black Lives Matter. How is it that Black Lives Matter has now raised from the liberals $100 million for their cause? Black Lives Matter? now has a war chest of a hundred million dollars yes because it's all about community organizing and this is our serial for this week we're on episode number two on the guy who changed all of the rules and wrote rules for radicals episode two on saul alinsky begins right now of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Until 2008, much of mainstream America had never even heard of something called community organizing, much less its founder, Saul Alinsky. After spending a lot of time with members of the Communist Party in Chicago in the 1930s, Alinsky developed a strange new way for radicals who wanted the fundamental transformation of the United States to try to bring it about. For a fee, he decided that he would infiltrate certain communities and stir up, agitate, the poor and the minorities who lived there to anger. It would be argued quite successfully that the only one this method lifted up out of poverty he railed against was himself bringing him enough financial security that he was able to live quite comfortably far from the ghettos and slums where he caused so much strife and commotion in his beautiful home in affluent Carmel-by-the-Sea, California. 
Yet Alinsky's tactics and results caught the attention of generations of radicals. His very last book, Rules for Radicals, became the Bible for those in America seeking radical transformation. And his strange, even creepy acknowledgement at the beginning of his book provides insight to his goals and desires. Stanley Kurtz, Senior Fellow of Ethics and Public Policy Center, explains why he believes Alinsky dedicated the book to Lucifer. Alinsky does salute Lucifer, so to speak, at the beginning of his most famous book, Rules for Radicals. And in a sense, of course, this is a bit of a joke, since Alinsky didn't actually believe in the existence of the devil. But I do think that Alinsky's joke here had a serious meaning. In the book, Alinsky salutes Lucifer as the first true radical, the first great rebel against the establishment. And I think the deeper message there is, I don't believe in your rules. Now, it's true that Alinsky is famous for being a pragmatic radical, someone who works within the system to achieve his transformative ends. But I think Alinsky, in this passage about Lucifer, is winking at his followers and reminding them that even though they're going to work within the system, they're only doing it because they have to. They don't really believe in the legitimacy of the system itself. So they can push the rules or break the rules and get away with it. If they can do that, they're going to do it. Despite the bizarre tip of the hat to Satan... Some of today's most prominent leaders became fascinated with the man, his beliefs, and his tactics. Hillary Clinton famously wrote her college thesis on him and became such a favored disciple of Alinsky that he even offered her a job. Barack Obama taught Alinsky workshops. But again, why should anyone care that two of the most powerful people in American politics admire and use Saul Alinsky tactics? Stanley Kurtz explains. Saul Alinsky didn't mess around. He played hardball. Intimidation, divisiveness, manipulation, and deception. Those are the hallmarks of Alinskyite organizing. Alinsky developed his techniques through a careful study of the Communist Party's organizing tactics and also through a study of Al Capone's Chicago mob. I'll give you an example. When communist organizers wanted to intimidate factory managers or government bureaucrats, they would literally trap them in their offices until they surrendered. It was a simple case of using force and the threat of force to win. Now, when Alinskyite organizers trapped the people they call their targets or their enemies in their homes and frightened their families and neighbors, they're playing exactly the same game. So Alinskyite organizing exists in a kind of gray area. It's not a call for violent revolution, but on the other hand, it's not really traditional American political activism either. It's a way of seeming to play by the rules while breaking the rules at the same time. We asked Kurtz, as long as those paying him to come into their community knew what they were getting into, why is any of this problematic? Well, Alinsky claims that bending ethical standards is strictly a question of pragmatism. Times change, situations change, so don't get trapped by your principles. But that's only what Alinsky says. It's not what's really going on. The truth is, Alinsky is consistently guided by his leftist ideological principles, 
all of his ethical lapses and pragmatic compromises are in the service of his unstated ideological agenda. And that's really the biggest ethical lapse of all. Alinskyite organizers make a point of keeping their leftist ideological agenda under wraps. They hide their true views from the people they organize. They portray themselves as pragmatic problem solvers when the truth is they're leftist ideologues. Armed with his newly developed tactics, garnered from observing communists and techniques employed by the Al Capone mob, Alinsky made his initial impact with the far left, with his first book, Reveille for Radicals. In that first book, Reveille for Radicals, Alinsky is, is pretty open about his leftism and about his socialism. Again, he's not a doctrinaire uh, communist who follows every jot and tittle of Marxist ideology, but it's clear that even though he wants to get there in his own way, his endpoint is the socialist endpoint. And you can see that in Reveille for Radicals. And by the way, uh, we learned only a year or so ago uh, from some newly published uh, letters uh, and archival documents that Hillary Clinton was a huge fan of Reveille for Radicals. And we have her writing a letter to Saul Alinsky saying how much she's looking forward to his second book because she's already practically memorized his first book. <laughs> so Hillary Clinton was very well aware of the uh, of the leftist radicalism and even socialism of that first book, Reveille for Radicals, and, and had it all committed to heart. It had become incredibly clear to most Americans by 2011 that this man, of whom so many Americans were completely unaware, had a massive influence on the American society and especially the left-wing leaders of today. With Alinsky's philosophies and methods being employed more frequently and more intensely than any time since at least the 1960s. What we have seen since the election of Barack Obama is a generalization of the Alinskyite tactics to the entire left. So nowadays people are coming out with books, uh, good books that conservatives are publishing saying the left is really trying to shut down free speech in America by intimidating uh, the funders of conservative organizations. And uh, if you, if you, and that's all true. Well, where do you think that comes from? That comes from Alinsky. Alinsky was the first person who started saying, you don't just engage in some very nice and polite intellectual argument with your conservative opponents. Oh, no. You go and you find out who funds them, and then you go and surround their house and intimidate them and their neighbors. You try to embarrass those funders publicly. That's how you shut down the other side. Alinsky was all, always about playing dirty like that. And this tactic has spread to the entire left. You take a look at what happened uh, after Scott Walker uh, made his legislative proposals in Wisconsin to pare back the power of the unions. You got a whole series of Alinskyite organizations pouring into the state capitol, and many of them went to the homes of the Republican legislators and trapped them there, scared their families there. That's all pure Saul Alinsky, and these were literally Alinskyite groups. So the whole left has been 
taken over substantially, especially, of course, the part of the left that is now activated as, as the supporters of Bernie Sanders. Um, many of these have Alinskyite training. Intimidation, humiliation, and silencing the opposition. Hallmarks of Saul Alinsky's Rules for Radicals, as well as instructions on how to use the tools in Satan's toolbox. They play out in American politics now every single day. You'd be hard-pressed to find a radical of the past 100 years with more impact than the, up until recently, almost invisible Saul Alinsky. On the next episode, what are the rules for radicals? Glenn Beck. This is the Glenn Beck Program. You'll find out tomorrow on the rules for radicals on uh, on how to isolate, and you know what's what's really amazing is um, the the left always makes us about tearing people apart and how negative we are and and everything else, but they don't notice that they're using Sololinsky's tactics by isolating all conservatives. They call them names, and they isolate and they push them in a corner. They're they're using the Sololinsky tactic and then labeling us as the radicals and the dangerous ones. I the benefit of the doubt saying they don't know they're using it. Oh, I, yeah. I, I agree. Yeah. Some people do, but most of them, most of the people. Ones at the, the top certainly do. Obama does. Hillary does. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The, oh, the political God. ones. The, the a lot of them are just unengaged, uninformed dopes. dopes. They're just useful idiots. They really are. They, there's no coordination of this kind of stuff in the media that I believe in. Now, that all changes when you've got the CEO of Breitbart now becoming the CEO of the Trump campaign. That, I mean, there is coordination now, but it's, it's, I hate to say it, it's on the right. It's not on the left. I mean, they certainly have their Breitbart-level sites that do propaganda for Hillary. Yeah, 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 yeah. Plenty of them. But yes, yes, yes. Um, but I don't think ABC not like just hangs out with those people, and that's just the way they all think. Yeah, it's not the major news organizations. No. I mean, I, you know, they just they just believe the same things, and so they see the world the same way. Sometimes your air conditioner will, um, uh, you know, be able to talk to you, um, and when that happens. Uh, it will suggest you get new solar shades, or maybe it won't. Maybe it won't. Maybe maybe it'll be run by the uh, energy companies who will just say, "Yeah, go ahead, turn me up, turn me up, turn me up." If if the Greens get in, it will say you should turn me off entirely. Um, a solar shade is a good place in between. The solar shades from Blinds.com will give your AC a real rest and save money on your electric bill. I don't know what it's like at your house, but it is the fires of hell hot. Uh, it's like a it's 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 almost like a sauna here. Somebody is pouring water over the rocks uh, here in Dallas, where it's been a hundred degrees and really humid. It was a hundred and six uh, the other day. I looked up; I couldn't believe it. The next ten days, it's gonna, there's no temperature higher than ninety four. Yeah, that's it's like yeah. a cold front. Has they, they actually in. had like a, fall. Just a just a regular reading of one hundred and seven the other day yeah. uh, as well. I right. mean one hundred six, one hundred seven. That's not a feels like. That's no, just, it's that's, that's the real temperature. Actual temperature. Yeah. So you want to keep your house cool. You want to save some money. Solar shades with blinds. dot com. Tanya and I have used blinds. dot com several times. Pat, have you used blinds. dot com? 
Have you used blinds? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pat, uh, Stu has. I have. We use them. And, Jeff, you don't have windows. I hate sheets. Yeah, bars. So. Yeah, yeah. In the Confederate flag. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, blinds.com, we have used them uh, several times, and they are fantastic. Now, through the end of August, use the promo code BECK. When you buy three blinds, you'll get the fourth blind free, so you'll save a lot of money. And it's great for your house. Blinds.com. Use the promo code BECK. Buy three blinds. Get the fourth one free. Now through August 31st, it's Blinds.com. Promo code BECK. Rules and restrictions to apply. Blinds.com. Promo code BECK. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Mercury. In the next 19 seconds, you could sell your home. Okay, it's, I mean, it's not going to sell your home, I mean, this, but it, you're going to take a big step toward getting it sold. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com and find an agent selected by my team, a professional who shares your values and speaks the truth. Sell your home fast and for the most money. Get moving at realestateagentsitrust.com.